Welcome to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers with your host, Peggy Smedley. Welcome back to ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. I'm your host, Peggy Smedley. In 2002, my next guest introduced the world to cloud billing and innovative database-driven enterprise-grade web applications before even the concept of cloud was, I think, even on the horizon. And uh, uh, he's kind of at the forefront of this reoccurring revenue revolution that I think is empowering all these enterprises and specifically uh, enabling information systems and even these new business models to secure predictive revenue streams while improving business processes. Please welcome Brendan O'Brien, Chief Information Officer and co-founder of ARIA Systems. Brendan, welcome to the show. Hey, Peggy. How are you? Nice to be back. Hey, it's good to talk to you. So, Brendan, you know, you and I have talked many times before. Um, You've contributed to some articles already to... uh, Sika here and the things we're doing, but let's talk about what's really talking about this infrastructure thing that we talk about so many times. And um, the, you know, we talk about like connected cars being so hot and, but I think really what we're seeing right now is these industrial applications. And uh, when I look at it and we talk about it here, this, this industrial side of things like fleets and things could end up being even more hot. I think they've got a lot going for them. And I guess I'm curious, what do you think is driving what's happening right now when we see about reoccurring revenues and the things that you're so interested in and you see the future? Well, you're absolutely right, Peggy. You know, the connected vehicles, uh, commercial vehicles, uh, consumer vehicles get a lot of press. They're very sexy sounding. But absolutely, the uh, uh, Internet of Things and specifically the connected vehicles are much hotter right now in the industrial space. We're seeing a lot more movement, a lot greater adoption among uh, manufacturers of construction vehicles, farm equipment, etc. And I think there are a bunch of reasons for that. I mean, number one, uh, these add-on Internet of Things-based services in in an industrial setting, in a a construction setting, farm setting, um, simply add to bottom line a lot more quickly. Um, Things like geofencing to prevent uh, overnight theft of vehicles at a construction site. Things like um, real-time fleet management so that you can uh, deploy front loaders from one site to another based on how efficiently they're moving. Um, These are adding immediately to the bottom line, and everybody knows in the world of construction and uh, and, and, and big iron industry, uh, making sure that you're efficient at the bottom line is number one. So it's 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 getting a lot more adoption than uh, you know sexy onboard entertainment in the consumer space. And 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 for that very reason, I mean, when we talk about this big idea of an infrastructure and we talk about it, there's a lot of things you got to connect. And I think when we talk about connected vehicles at the job site. We're talking about, you know, use the word big iron, these fleets and these types of machines that we need to do at a construction site. There's a lot of things we've got to do in that telematics kind of thing. Why do you think we've we've really not, we're only just beginning to, to kind of tap into that so much, so to speak. Why do you think there's so much potential there? 
Well, um, I, I think the slowness, again, is on the consumer side. The industrial side has heated up massively in the last year because people are, again, seeing immediate return on investment. Uh, there was a study that the, the Canadian government did um, uh, about construction sites that have real-time fleet management versus those that don't. And they discovered that if you've got real-time fleet management at a construction site, you're looking at a minimum of around a 20% savings on bottom line. Just by being able to do things like uh, move vehicles from one site to another, uh, to be able to uh, uh, make sure that you know Earth is moving at the correct pace here versus a, a slower pace there, uh, the savings are immediate. And you know, no matter how expensive these systems are to initially deploy, and of course that's always a roadblock. What it, the industry is, it, what the, the construction industry is discovering is that they can make that money back just in one job site. A single job site can pay for the installation of all these complex telematics devices and data management systems uh, first time through. And you don't get that return on investment in the consumer space. And, and, and the potential for services, you know, what do we see there? I, I think there's a lot of services and companies can provide those for, you know, fixing and maintaining and being, and, and I mentioned it on the last segment of being more proactive. What, what do you, what's your thoughts on that for the construction company? Because we see a lot of potential of saving money and, and, and the abilities there is, is, is unlimited. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's, it's simultaneously a hurdle and an opportunity. Let, let's face it, what in, industrial vehicles share in common with consumer vehicles is that they've traditionally always been sold through dealer networks. And one of the fears that uh, OEMs of vehicles have is they don't want to disenfranchise their dealers, but at the same time, these OEMs want to have something they've never had before, which is a direct line of sight to the users of their vehicles. Right now, if you, uh, if Caterpillar makes uh, a track they sell it to a dealer, dealer sells it to a, a, a user, and Caterpillar doesn't know what that user does. They don't understand how that user actually uses the tractor so that they can make a better tractor or figure out exactly what kind of add-on services they need. So there's an art to this. And what the successful OEMs are doing is realizing that things like fault monitoring and preventive maintenance are ways where that data can flow from that vehicle to the OEM. They can get that line of sight to the customer that they've never had before, but they can use it as an, in, uh, as an income stream for dealers. They can route maintenance requests directly to a dealer. A dealer can show up on site, fix a vehicle before it ever breaks, and you know everybody knows hours of a vehicle being down, again, hurts the bottom line. So um, there's a way to actually keep the dealers involved in this process, allow the consumers to have the benefit of of a return on investment from vehicles that don't break as often, um, and the OEMs actually learning how their customers use their vehicles in a way they've never had before. So when we talk about that, we're, we're actually talking about, you know, kind of having this, like in manufacturing, this enterprise-grade billing in some ways, right? We, we have a redu- change yeah. of billing. We have a change in the way that we're going to streamline processes and, and know how the machines are actually being used and operated and how whether they're being maintained. So the manufacturer has this whole new insight into the way their machines that they make are actually being operated and used and maintained. And the dealer's not being cut out, but they're actually having a way to say, look, we know how our customers are using, but the manufacturers seeing their view of what their products are being used is, is changing as well. Absolutely, absolutely true. And again, this is both 
uh, hurdle and opportunity because if you're a manufacturer, how do you measure the success of your business? You measure it based on margin. It costs me X to, to make a front loader and I sell it for X plus something and the plus something is my margin and that's how I measure how well my business is doing. But these recurring services that are add-on, that are after the fact of that initial purchase, are measured differently. They're recurring, they're rhythmic, uh, profit doesn't necessarily come in the door the very first time somebody pays their monthly or annual fee. It may come over time. So this is a different way of measuring and managing their back office business that manufacturers of Big Iron have never seen before. So there's a great opportunity there for them. It's a whole new income stream, but it challenges the way that they've measured and thought about their business up to this point. So they have to get, you know, the dealers have to get past Big Brother, so to speak, in, in, their, yeah. in their world. You know, because they now Big Brother the fear of Big Brother. Yeah. Exactly, because Big Brother now is kind of looking at the insights of their own products and how their customers but they're actually helping them identify trends and, and recognize opportunities and make new offerings because there's an opportunity for new services to their customers that the dealers never imagined because now the manufacturer can make suggestions. So they can integrate as partners, but yet at the same time, those opportunities and hurdles, you know, because those dealers are worried that they're going to be cut out of the operation here and say, I'm going to lose my revenue stream because you're going to say you don't need me because you want to have that direct relationship. So there's got to be this increased trust. Right? Yeah, there, and, and, so, and there is a lot of fear on the part of the dealers, but the reality is uh, of the OEMs that we've, we're talking to, and, and, and there are quite a few, none of them are remotely thinking about cutting out the dealers. I can tell you that for a fact. In fact, they're finding ways to utilize this technology to further tether the dealers more tightly to those end consumers. They absolutely are. But think about this. When you have a construction company, the manufacturers can't service the relationship like the dealer can. So the construction Correct. companies are, are benefited by having that relationship. So construction companies need that. They need to have that inner work. Hi, sir. I think as we look at all of these kind of grow-to-market strategies. Peggy, are you there? I lost you there for yeah, <laughs> for I was going to say, are we are we kind of looking at some of these as this connected go to market strategies that we're kind of thinking that's ultimately what we'll be talking about, right? Absolutely, and and by the way, you know the OEMs that are rolling this capability out that's based on telematics uh, connectivity, they don't have all the answers yet. I mean, a lot of what they're trying to do is get services out to market, get those data streams up and running, get that line of visibility that they've never had before. But with the understanding and the belief that there's long-term secondary value in those data streams, they don't necessarily know what they're going to do with yet. The hope is that they're going to be able to discover trends that allow them to respond to the marketplace better, which, again, hopefully helps dealers even further, right? Dealers are going to get products that they can bring to market, that they can service, that are even more attractive to their consumers because the OEMs are going to understand the consumers and their usage a lot better than they do today. Brendan, it's always great to have you from ARIA Systems. Thank you for being with us. We hope you'll come back and talk to us again very soon. Happy to do so, Peggy. Have a great day. All right, you too. All right, listeners, we're out of time. You know, it's great talking about where the market's headed. You know, always check it out. Sign up for the uh, conference at www.conexpoconag.com. And thanks for listening. Stick around. We've got more to come right here on tuning into ConExpo ConAg Radio, brought to you by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. If it's new, it's here. We'll be right back right after this commercial break.
Gotham Books presents Marriage Rules by Harriet Lerner, the book Martha Beck calls required reading for anyone hoping to interact successfully with any other human, not just for those in romantic relationships. Get your copy wherever books and ebooks are sold, and visit HarrietLerner.com to learn how to change your marriage today. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. Improve your business and your life with useful information from experts and thought leaders. WS Radio is radio with ROI. You take your smartphone almost everywhere you go. Now WSRadio.com can be there too. Search WS Radio in the Play Store for your Android devices or iTunes for Apple and download the WS Radio application. WSRadio.com, on your phone and in your ear, everywhere you go. Download the WS Radio application. Do it now. It's very easy. WSRadio.com. Come join over 130,000 construction industry professionals in March 2017. ConExpo ConAg 2017 is North America's largest construction show. Explore over 2.5 million square feet and imagine what's next with over 2,500 exhibitors. Get the details at conexpoconag.com slash future and join us as we take this to the next level. Small businesses are the lifeblood of America's economy. Every Thursday, SBA Radio interviews industry professionals and is dedicated to provide small businesses with timely insights and innovations. Visit www.sbaradio.us for details. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business, but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Can you imagine a world without children? A world where children don't play, or dream, or imagine? At St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, we're working every day to find cures for diseases that strike down children. Because we can't imagine a world without children. Can you? Finding cures, saving children. St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. To learn how you can help, log on to our website, stjude.org.